what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. We're rolling now? We are motherfucking rolling, dog. And if you don't know, now you know. Uh, welcome to the Now You Know podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Carvello. And it's the C-L-E-M-E-N-T. And technically, he's a third host. Yeah, I've been gone for a minute. (laughs) And it kind of sounds like that because we put on an old episode. Yeah. And it was You Were on the Road. So, So hey, put us back from the road. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nine months ago. Um, It was the Ness episode. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, The Lost Cast. So, there's a couple Lost Casts. It's uh, Ness, it's uh, Frost Gamble, and Steve St. Louis were the ones that I pulled off an old hard drive. Did was I there for the first gamble? No, no, you were gone for that one too. Yeah, but yeah, I, was there was for Ste- I was there for Steve St. Louis, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah, think that was there. the one we did, and then we did those two while you were gone, mm. and then the the hard drive dropped right after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Then now it's uh, been rescued. But uh, we're talking to you today because we've put out some new music. It's Feta season. Feta it's season. Steven Tyler season. <laughs> yeah. Aerosmith, Aerosmith is back together. <laughs> <laughs> Fully back. Uh, we're gonna get you a top hat, but uh, that'll come later. <laughs> uh, but we're talking about Steven Tyler 1.5. I mean, it, for us, it's been a long time coming. So that's why it's a little awkward yeah. for me to talk about. Because for us, it's like this music has existed for a year. A year? Yeah. Pretty close. Well, pretty like, close to a year. Yeah. These ones for sure. Yeah, all with the exception of uh, Motion. Because yeah, Motion I did like during like COVID. Motion was a COVID song. Yeah. Uh, but all the other ones, yeah, are all a year old at least. That were just sitting on the the floor, kind of didn't have a place to go. Really, they were just gonna get fucking. They were gonna get canned. Yeah, you know how much unreleased. What? You know how much unreleased music what? Feta had. <laughs> like when we came together, Feta would play like, "Oh, look at this mixtape that I made that never came out," and here's this other full <laughs> pro. And we're like, Man. What? "What? Yeah, I never prolific." He he never records a up. lot. Yeah. If you see Feta in the studio, like even if it's not his session, he's writing to that beat. Mm. <laughs> I'm bad for that. That's real. I'm bad real. for that. I've I've, I've weaseled like it like quite a few quite a few features doing that shit. That's how you shit. gotta do it. I'm like, yo, I got this fire verse, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of my first questions. So did these songs start out like like did it start out like these songs are going to be for Steven Tyler too when you start recording them? Or so how does it look like? We, we we kind of did two the same way we did one. Like one, we just made a bunch of music, and then when we were like six or seven deep, it was like, okay, well, let's just like make a project. This one was kind of the same, but we already were like, okay, well, we have to do a follow up because we just we knew right away that we wanted to do like a follow up to it. So it was in your mind already. Yeah, and 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 the thing was was that um, during like the f- during the recording of all that music. Um, you know, a bunch of personal shit came up and I was almost going to just scrap the project. I was like, whatever, man, we put out a dope project. Uh, like I moved out of that studio and I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to, you know, do my own thing or whatever. Um, but we, we kind of came back together and we started going through all these songs and we were, we were six deep and then we were eight deep. And then, you know, then we had fucking 16 songs, uh, well, 17 songs. Mm. And, uh, and, and we, we ended up like going through like the list for Steven Tyler too. And, 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 and these were the ones that kind of like, I don't know. I, I don't know if they were like not our favorites or whatever, but I just think the way that the project, we took that break and then we came back and made more. And I think the, the, the direction of the project changed a little bit. Okay. So these ones were kind of just like, you know, kids without a home 
Just you know what I mean? Feel so, right, so, stylistically, so one, I guess. Yeah, and 1.5 is just like you know, like a little drop-in center for these for these tracks. <laughs> when did you start uh, recording these tracks? Like, Almost was it right after Steve. No, 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 because no, I did the road twice, right? Yeah. I did I did the road in April, and then yeah. I did the road again in November uh, with Lacoca Nostra, and then. Oh no! I guess yeah. No, I a guess after, of these after, after the first tour, after yeah. after I got back from the April tour, I yeah. started recording number two. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, over a year now. Yeah, because yeah. it's already fucking June. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I fucking ash in my water. Huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's the what's the process working with Steve? Com- I like we talked about this before, but what's the process working with Steve as you would say compared to a different producer? Because in that time, after you've put out uh, Steven Tyler, the first one, there was the cut down project, for example. Yeah. That, w- that one was old, too, uh, but, like, the difference between, I think, Steve, working with Steve is that me and Steve actually construct beats together. Like, I'm usually there while he's making the beat. We don't really work well when he sends me an email folder of beats. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, like, Motion was one of those ones that I picked, but that was, like, out of a 12-beat pack. Mm-hmm. Um, I like kind of, like, and that was the thing, too. <sighs> Cutdown makes beats by himself. Like cut down goes into his lab and just creates a whole bunch of beats and that's the way he, his workflow is. Mm. Um, I've been there while cut downs constructed a beat, but he's not really like the way Steve works. Whereas me and Steve are really not that I'm not comfortable with cut down and cut down's not comfortable with me or vice versa. Same with crab. Crab's very similar to cut down in the sense that they'll lock in and make ten beats in a night and then send me three beats that they think that I'm gonna rock on. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Steve, it's like, hey, you want to record today? Okay, cool. We go there, we smoke, pick the sample, uh, or Steve kind of already has like a folder of samples or whatever, some shit that he's got bookmarked, and we kind of construct the beat together. And 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 Steve is always very like, he's very confident in the direction that he, <clears throat> excuse me, he's very confident in the direction that he goes with his beats, but he's always kind of like receptive to me being like, oh hey, like, can we structure it this way or can we? can can we can we make the beat a little darker or a little lighter or 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 whatever he lets me kind of like have more input mm-hmm. which is nice uh, it's just a it's it, with steve it's like it's like peanut butter and jam you know what i mean like he mm-hmm. just like i just I, i'm comfortable with him i know when i'm in the studio with him and then also the writing process with steve me and steve construct a lot of those hooks together and steve's yeah. a really good rapper so when I'm writing, if he hears something in my verse that he doesn't really like, or he hears something that he can, you know, he'll cut that word out or add this or, or, mm. or, or, or leave a space here and let the beat breathe. That's really nice to have while we're making the beat. And those beats will change. Like the production will change as we go. Like we'll kind of like, and I'm, I'm a quick writer. So I'll be like, listen, just get me the 16. Let me get these 16s off. And then let's, let's construct. And, 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 and a lot of it's like hook based first. So we'll, yeah. we'll do the chorus first and, I always lay that first and mm-hmm. and he just kind of gets the vibe right and then he's very like we know each other from recording together so much that he knows my workflow and i know his workflow there yeah. used to be a lot of like i would be jumping the gun jumping in the booth and he'd be like yo man you gotta give me fucking 10 minutes or whatever and i'd be like all right all right all right so <laughs> it's one loop it's not flushed out yet, yeah but yeah. you're ready to go yeah, 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 yeah. So, so now he's he's very like um he won't tell me that he's ready to go until he's ready to go. Yeah. Cause I'll get like the gist that he's ready to go. And then I'm like, well, fuck, let's go. Yeah. Well, but yeah. What has changed from the first time with Steve? just getting older, man? Like, like, you know, with, 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 with number two, like, you know, we, we, I don't know if we're going to do it. We'll see if we can get away with it on Spotify and Apple music when we load it up. 
but we already had such a hard time calling it Steven Tyler yeah. because of Steven Tyler. Um, the whole thing was, it was called sweet emotion, but like sweet, like spelled like a hotel suite. Yeah. Um, you know, a flip on the Aerosmith classic. And then, um, just like with Steven Tyler one, it was, it was just rap. It was just like, let's make rap music. And with number two, um, you know, my, my friend Ricardo was murdered, uh, in, in, in the middle of the recording. Um, and I was dealing with the death of my dad and, 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 and dealing with family stuff and, and Steve was, you know, getting older too. And he, he's in a, he's in a committed relationship. And it was just like, it was just a different feel. We weren't just making songs to make rap songs. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and that's kind of why the ones from 1.5, like, um, costly is just kind of like a fun song. Yeah. Um, motions, just kind of a fun song. Powders, just bars. Powder. Crazy. Um, thank you. Um, Jeez. but like, and promise was something that like, both of us didn't really like, but we really liked the verse. I know now, now I like it. Like I, me and Steve were both listening to promise and we're like, nah, you know, I could take it or leave it. But then we show it to people and people be like, yo, this is fucking dope. The or, flow is silly. The, the thing is too, is that was one of those, like, like almost like that could have been on one. Yeah. And, and that's why I really liked it. And that's, that was one of the songs because of the verses that I didn't want to just like go. Yeah. And that was also the thing too, was that, if we weren't going to use those songs, we were going to, I was going to repurpose those verses, right, especially the right. second verse from, um, uh, from, uh, powder, the second verse from powder, uh, no feathers on steel eagles, swerving in Buick regals, that shit. Uh, that was like one of the hardest verses I wrote. So I was like, yeah. well, whatever. And then, you know, the biggest, but you know, fucking get back from the tangent, step off the ledge. Um, it was just a different mind state going into it. It wasn't, as happy go lucky, yeah. um, the, the the topics that I was talking about were way more like heavy. heavy. There was a song that's supposed to be on there that I I wrote, you know, a week after um, after Ricky died, and that didn't make. I'm just not ready to put that out yet. I want to yeah. flush that idea out. I want to make sure that it's perfect before I put it out. Um, but uh, with 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 two, it was also like I was just a little bit more honest and forthcoming and like i am like that with my friends like i don't you know i wear my heart on my sleeve with music i'm kind of a little bit more like i don't really like to touch on personal stuff as much i don't know why um but this one i just did and it just felt right and and i really liked the fact that it wasn't um it wasn't just a collection of songs it was like two big chunks of recording Uh that were done in a pretty close close time period um and 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 just like reaching out for features like there was a lot like this one's kind of heavy. Like number two is a little bit heavier on features than I kind of thought I wanted it to be. Um, but two of the features are hooks like Ed Riley's on, on pretend and, uh, uh, Mookie's on, um, gusto. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, two is going to be a little bit more of a, of a, of a, of a personal ride as opposed to like, yeah, like 1.5 is kind of light and fun. 1.5 is definitely light. Yeah. It's light and fun. It's like 17 minutes. It's chill. Two is, is is ten songs again, um, but just a little bit more. Like there's a song on there called "Broken Nose Blues" that mm. <laughs> I wrote with a broken fucking nose uh, <laughs> after getting sucker punched uh, after some bullshit in my personal life. And I remember rapping that verse, and Steve was like, "This is the illest shit you've ever done." And I remember being like, "No, we can't put this out. Like I can't put this out." And he was like, "No, no, no, we're putting this out. Like I don't really fucking care." Yeah. Um, like so, up until the very end, that one was like. Yeah. in limbo yeah and i even when i got it i was like is this going like yeah <laughs> <you didn't know laughs> we're keeping um, this one i think it's because i 
I mean, I don't want to give too much away. I, I talk about like some really like stupid mistakes that I made, um, owning up to it, which I, you know, that's real. It, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> you're like, sucks yeah, it's like, you're, up shit. it's like, you're a fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was just like that. There was just, there was a lot of like at the, the last minute, like I was like, fuck, like, do I want to put this out? Because once it's out, it's out. Yeah, and yeah. and it lives there forever. So, yeah, it's just a really personal album. Um, like, I talk about the death of my father. I talk about the death of Ricardo. I talk about my relationship with my son's mother. I talk about um, struggling with, like, alcoholism and mm-hmm. fucking addiction and depression and yeah. fucking wanting to fucking off myself half really? the time. You know what I mean? It's just, like, a lot of it got really deep. And it's weird when you listen to it back no matter how good the bars are or whatever, it's like, do I want everybody in the world to be able to fucking know that? For real. I'm not like, I'm not like a super private person. Like my people know what's going on in my life, but, but it's like those are your people, my 10 people that know what's going on in my life is like a lot different than the, the fucking, the world, the world you <laughs> know? Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, the record is still, still, it's still like fun and it's still very like, Steve's just production is, is fucking insane. Um, and that was a big thing too, cause Steve is always progressing, you know, like Steven Tyler two is two and a half years old recording. Yeah. And now these are, you know, these are two and a half years past that. So his beats are just like miles from where they were, you know? Okay, so there's like a progression with Steve as well. He's not here to toot his horn, but yeah. Uh, and, and that was the thing too. It's so effortless when I'm recording with him. So it, it, that's kind of like, if I wasn't comfortable with him, I wouldn't have been able to touch on the topics. Right. Uh, and touching on those topics was actually really, really therapeutic in a sense and cathartic, but uh, also like really embarrassing. Like, oh, here, like, here, just like look at all my mistakes. And like, you know, I, there, you know, I talk about like watching my dad die and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to fucking put that no, out. No, yeah. But after listening to it and then sending it to people and showing it to people and then getting like, you know, I sent it to AC uh, from like EMB and that. And he's someone that I like him and I are always very similar on our, like when he posts something on Instagram, I'm always like, Oh yeah, that's fire. Or like, yeah. we're very like musically kind of like the same. Um, and I sent it to him and, uh, he listened to it for about a week and then he hit me back with like a, like a, like a, oh, a, shit. a like solid a pair, like a solid, like, you know, big message and same with cut down and stuff like that. And once I get like, excuse me, once I get the AOK from like people that like are like that, then I'm like, okay, like let's do it. Like let's, let's just fucking, mm-hmm. Whatever, let's jump. Yeah. Let's Spe- jump in. Speaking about uh, things you've talked about, I guess on record, uh, on motion, you talk about a little bit Winnipeg's most, and like yeah. almost tell that story and walk people through that story in a yeah. sense, like yeah. from beginning to end. Uh, do you ever think you're gonna get the doc that you deserve for Winnipeg's most <laughs> documentary? <laughs> oh man, I, you know what's so crazy? I was talking to um, so like not to give away too much, but uh, myself and John C and 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 Brooke Jamie's mom. Uh, we met up just as the COVID shit hit, um, you know, um, and we, we were talking about just kind of like his legacy and she kind of needed us to, um, we had to sign off on some stuff to get some, uh, some royalties released. And, and there was just some business stuff that needed to be tied up. That's been in limbo for, you know, however many years it's been now. Um, but I fucking hope so. I hope we do. I think it would be something that we, I would really want to control the narrative to not yeah. because I'm scared of like telling the story and being honest about the story. Cause yeah. we were in the news, we were in jail. Like it's no, it's no secret. Like we yeah. were running around being 
fucking scumbags. You know what I mean? <laughs> like whatever, like fighting, drinking, partying, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. that came with that. And um, it would just be something that I would just really want to make sure, like I would be willing to relinquish some creative control over it so that it's entertaining for everybody. Yeah. But it's something that I would have to be like, I think I would probably start with maybe like a book, mm-hmm. um, you know, sit down with like a, a co-author and, and, and sit there with John C and, 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 and really be able to tell the story and then probably adapt that into a, into a documentary. But there's so much stock footage and John C's got hard drives and hard drives of pictures and videos from like the first shows. So I really hope that something does come out of that. Even a short, even like a half an hour short. Um, But yeah, let's fucking hope that APTN or CBC or somebody hollers at us. I think it would be like, I think because of the time that's passed 10 years, like this November will be 10, 10 years. It was yeah. 2009. It was 2010 started? that we released oh, Winnipeg's yeah, yeah, with the, okay. the self-titled Winnipeg's most record. Yeah. 2009, we put out the the mixtape that had like Bang yeah. Bang and yeah. all that stuff on it, and then we recorded it all in 09 and then put it, it out. It all came out. No, we recorded it in 010 because Stomp. We recorded in the summer and we didn't hear it for a few months and then Stomp dipped and, and came back. Um, but yeah, it would. So it, I I'm totally game. We've talked to Brooks' mom about it. We've talked to John C about it. It's mm-hmm. something that we would be really really into. But like, it's definitely gonna have to be like. You know, my kid's seven. I'm gonna have to like have a conversation. <laughs> Explain yeah. a couple things. <laughs> yeah, like right right now yeah. it's just a memory. Right yeah, now yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. if he asks me, I can I can tell him the story. But if there's a movie and somebody's <laughs> playing me or something, and, and some it's like kid in class is like, it's yo, like, dad's been your dad went to prison. It's like ah, oh, like fuck, do I want to have this conversation? And I will, but I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, do you, it's already out there, and I would really like to tell the story in, in depth and, and like go into like yeah. the details because there's always like so many people like thinking they know the story or yeah. Yeah. assuming because of a Facebook status ten years ago <laughs> that they really know what's going on, you know, like f- fuck out of here, you know. But That's I would love, I would love to sit down with, with with somebody, maybe like Nigel, and 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 flush out even just like an idea and, and see if we could like, take yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Who would you want to play you on a in a biopic? Oh man, <laughs> who would I want to play <laughs> me? <laughs> Fucking Mark Wahlberg, probably. <laughs> like that's hilarious. But we need right. a young you. you oh, a young me, <laughs> right? Oh, we need fuck. like eighteen-year-old um, no beard feta. Shit. Who knows who the young? Who even knows? Mark Wahlberg's pretty good. I, I like feel that. like I feel like I feel like <laughs> Mark could play me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's just have to grown lose. up you. Yeah, he'd have to lose the he'd have to lose the fucking accent and shit, uh, his Boston accent. But uh, yeah, probably like something like that. <laughs> That's I don't know who the fuck would play John C. I don't know. That'd be fucking cool. That'd yeah. be super. It would be so odd to see like somebody playing your life. Yeah, yeah. that'd be strange, man. That's funny. It'd be really strange. All right, so um, how has uh, COVID, I guess, affected some of the plans that we've had? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's tough yeah, asking the questions when I know the answers. You know what I mean? But it's been it's been it's been hell. Like like you know, first time we we go for a grant, we can't follow our release schedule because of COVID. That confuses things. Um, you know, shout out to uh, to Manitoba Film and Sound for being understanding and 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 rolling and, with and rolling with the punches and working yeah. with us. Um, but it, you know, when you're, when you're a freaking artist and an independent one at that, when, when entertainment shuts down, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, like I have no, I have no backup plan for the fucking pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I have a coffee shop closed. I have a, a bar that I ma- that I manage all the bookings closed. I have all these shows booked. We have festivals booked, done, yeah. canceled. Yeah. So it's like, 
when it first started, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna be so productive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the, start working out, and I got some kettlebells, and I'm gonna write so much music, and 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 and, and all that. And then nah, like I just, I just felt really overwhelmed because. The thing is, is like, you know, yeah, we're starting to get some, some sense of, you know, quote unquote normalcy or whatever. Some of that stuff's coming back, but they canceled life once if the second wave or the third wave or whatever. And, you know, and I'm not going to go into conspiracy theories. It's just like, whatever, right. If they want to cancel it, if it's for the better of everybody's health then cool, but, um, for independent business and independent artists and, and, and people that really rely on, on, on shows and, and just being around people you know yeah. what i mean like it was it was fucking terrible man honestly it's terrible like I, I i i've never experienced the type of anxiety um and panic attacks like i was biking around the other day with 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 eric and, and ken and all these guys and we stopped at bar i just to like have a beer and get some food and refuel and i was sitting there and i just like got tunnel vision and i was just like it was like it was like i'm hurting so badly to be around people yeah. and then I'm around people and all of a sudden I'm like just like breathing heavy and sweating and and and, and you know luckily a dude at the table had a lorazepam and was like he looked at me he's like yo you want this and I was like yeah bro please <laughs> and I think you know everything just just is it's stressful for everybody too like yeah. we're we're not alone right like everybody is every independent business everybody that didn't work or or didn't qualify for CERB or, or the future is so uncertain. And I think that, you know, COVID definitely like was a slap in the face of like, yo buddy, like <laughs> yeah, this is what you chose. Yeah. Like we can, we can not, and it's like that for everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, like I feel bad for all the independent v venues. Like they're, they're like 95% of them are, are, are like, are gone. they're gone. There's, there's, I'm yeah, not, I'm not starting to close now. Like yeah. you're seeing, I'm not letting like, any cats out of the bag, but like, there's like big venues in Winnipeg, like right by my coffee shop. You can put two and two together that are probably not going to open again. Yeah. Those companies aren't going to be able to survive, man. I mean, the overhead, the rent, yeah. um, you know, shout out to the, to the people that all donated to the Goodwill and stuff like that, because that was a crazy campaign and how fast it went. And, you know, a tip of the hat to, to the Goodwill for, you know, as a business owner too, and as like a, you don't want to beg, no. but you also don't want to let your whole entire business just go, go under because the world is canceled. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, to the thing is that they can do that because they build up so much goodwill. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think just for everybody, but it's, for me personally, like it was just like I'm 34. I have a child. I have a mortgage. I have a car i have this space there's yeah. bills to be paid mm. there's people that need their money um how do i gonna how am i gonna make that how am i gonna make it happen how am i gonna sustain myself and then how am i gonna keep my fucking brain intact for when this is all over to not be a complete wreck only once fans. only i would do an only fans <laughs> i would i would i would, I would do an only fans uh i would totally do that uh, I don't know if there's a market for dad bod 34-year-old rappers, but if there is, hit me let up in the let DM. Let me know. Let know. Just start know. off with a nice, like, one-to-one -one payment, and if it grows, it grows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll do, like, a month. We won't do any, like, long subscription services. Right. I don't right. want 10% right. of that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony, not Tony. brought to you by fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, this is not a fourth quarter uh, production. production. All right. Speaking of COVID, light, lighten up the mood a little bit. I, I got a couple of just quick rapid fire questions. Now that we all been locked down, if you can go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Why? Right now? Yeah. It's open. It's legal. You can do it. Uh, Europe. 
all yeah. over Europe. I would grab a flight to Germany and just figure it out. Figure it out. I would figure it out. And I think I'm going to do that. Um, whether it's for music or not, um, because I'm a fucking convicted felon and I, you know, I, I wasn't able to get to the States and like, I haven't been able to travel for so long. Yeah. Um, and just having a kid and money and, and all that shit. Um, yeah, I would just go to Europe right away, right away. I'll pick a continent instead of a country. Uh, pick the ra- whole continent. Random one, too. We've been all locked indoors. We've been uh, going through our shit, throwing some stuff out. What do you own that you wish you didn't know? Oh, oh. my God. Uh, the, the, the 300 T-shirts. Um, the, the, the T-shirts. And I still can't fucking throw these things away. I washed them all. I was folding them. I'm like, hey, I'm going to give this to I'm going to give this away. I'm going to give this away. I'm going to be like, yo, I'm just going to go give all this away. And then I start thinking, I'm like, man, but I bought this shirt in like Toronto in like 2007. I haven't worn it for seven years, but maybe I'll lose 30 pounds and wear it. <laughs> and I'll have this cool story to tell about this T-shirt. So definitely an excess amount of clothes. I did purge a lot of stuff out of my house. Yeah. I was going through boxes, man. And I was just like, man, I haven't seen this in 12 years. Do I need it? You know, there's some keep, yeah. keepsakes and shit like that that I'll keep. But I mean, other than that, I just Chunk. clutter, clutter, man. I threw away a bunch of rhyme books. I was just like, I can't keep this anymore. I'm not trying to keep it for the art. Like, <laughs> fuck off. You're not going to keep it for, like, the copy book? You know what I'm saying? No, no. I, I, you know what's really weird? I'm not that, like, nostalgic with stuff like that. And I kind of wish I was a little bit more. Yeah. Like, I've kept some things, um, but not a lot. Like, John C's very nostalgic in that sense where... He, He's got pictures and, 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 and show passes and articles and I've kept the big stuff. You know what I mean? Like I, the McLean's I got and, 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 and the awards I keep in my office and stuff. But for me, it's like I lived it and I could, yeah. t- I could tell the story. And it's cool to have the pictures. And I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I was big in the Instagram age. So I mean, really go back. I could find quite a few quality Thursday. yeah, images that I, that I, you know, and now you could get those printed out and, and whatever else. But yeah, I, you know, I don't really keep too, too much stuff from like my music. As I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I just I'm constantly creating, and I and I feel like it it weighs me down if I if I keep it all around and I'm There's surrounded by it. Type of artist that that doesn't look back. That is so prolific that like it's almost gross to look back. They just keep you know what I'm saying, making shit. Yeah, making yeah, shit. exactly. Oh yeah, Clem, you gotta turn that mic, boy. I got there you. you go. There, there you it go. Is. Um, yeah, it's just like yeah, it's it's just whatever, man. It's just like I don't really. I'm not like that attached to it. I have the memories. Yeah. So I got one more random question. Uh, what annoys you the most? Everybody knows angry feta. Every, everybody's seen <laughs> a, feta, a feta rant or two. Uh, what annoys you the most? Can't stand. Smart, Damn. dumb people. Yo. <laughs> smart, good dumb answer. people. Good Explain. Answer. You know that dude that's got like two degrees, super smart, very intelligent, but put him in the situation of any sort of real life experience and he just shits the bed and just handles situations terribly. Those people. Yes. Uh, also, uh, bad drivers. (laughs) Now that I'm a cyclist, (laughs) yo, uh, yo, it's so funny. Pipskin hit me up the other day and he's like, I'm so happy that you're riding a fixed gear. I remember four years ago, you having a random Twitter rant about the hipster fixie cyclists (laughs) being jerks on the road. And now you're one of us. And I was like, oh shit, dude. Uh, But yeah, no, no smart, dumb people, people that are like, I think I'm, I'm really good at reading a room, regardless if I'm too crass or, or loud for people. Sometimes I'm pretty good at reading a vibe of a room. Mm -hmm. I don't like people. And it annoys the shit out of me when someone can't read a room. 
Yeah. Like, like know, know your audience. And I'm not talking about just performing, yeah. you know, especially with all of the, 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 the advocacy stuff and, 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 you know, what's going on right now and yeah. the Black yeah. Lives Matter movement. Yeah. And just like these smart people that are like, like the, some of the smartest people I know. And they're just like, well, I mean, if you look at the statistics, <laughs> yeah. all lives. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> Now's not the time. I'm gonna, like, I will punch that you in the mouth. That stats class you did yeah. really well on and nobody gives a shit about. Yeah, yeah. People, people that can't read a room. And yeah. smart, smart, dumb people to me. Smart, dumb people. People that are really smart, but still like willfully ignorant. Willfully ignorant. And, and especially right now, that, like, that's just like, that's I've just big been thing. deleting. I can't, I can't fight oh, yeah. you all. Yeah. I'll fight you in person, <laughs> but I'm not going to debate you in my comment section. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you, if you, if you're, if you type all lives matter on anything that I post, delete, you're deleted, you're oh, blocked. Man. And if you want to say that to my face, you're getting a punch in the mouth. You know what I mean? Fuck I just, I, that, that, that shit is just infuriating for me right mm-hmm. now. I got a question. Why were you running around with a naked face for a little bit? <laughs> 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 um, so that was we'll call that a covid crisis <laughs> i uh, i woke up and my beard just had like this fucking like knot tangle and i was combing it for like an hour i jumped in the shower i put conditioner i wa- i just did all this shit yeah and i mean i don't know if it was the tangle that made me do it it was just like this whole like i just i fucking had a i had a britney moment just, <laughs> you know what i mean I just had a fucking Yo, shout out my boo, Britney yeah, Spears. I just had a Britney Spears moment, and I just like literally pulled out the clippers and was like, like I was mm-hmm. telling everybody, you know, I'm sorry, I lied to a couple people. I was telling, oh, I tried to trim it down myself and just uh, <laughs> and I messed it up. And they're like, well, why did you take it to the grain? Like I raised it. Yeah. And then afterwards, I looked at myself and I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a COVID crisis. Yeah, I opened up my Instagram like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went and saw. I went and saw River's mom, and I. Kn- <laughs> I knocked on the door, and she answered the door, and she was like, "Whoa!" She's like, "Hey," and then River's standing behind her, and he's like, "Like his face was <laughs> his his face was just so, like for a second you could tell there for a second he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, 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 until he heard my voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like, it "Who's was, this man at my door?" Oh, uh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was it was it was hectic. Uh, but it felt good. It, honestly, it did feel good. Um, it definitely served a purpose. It was kind of like I was just over fucking Corona. I was over yeah. COVID. I was over the, you know, um, I wasn't one of these people at the legislative fucking with a protest sign saying open us up. But I was also like, fuck, just give me something like give I me need something. to get back. Like yeah. dealing with everybody. Like some people were cool and some people were really worried and that's fine. And, and, and whatever makes you feel safe, whatever makes you feel good. And, and yeah. I don't care if you wear a mask, if you don't, or like don't care. I'm, I'm one of those people that, Hey, if it works for you, it works for you and all the power to you. Right. But for me, it was just like, Oh, I'm just over this. Like I just yeah. need, and I don't know if like my hair, my beard was just like, I don't know. It was just weird. And then also after I just, you know, I did it. Uh, everyone's like, well, you know, there was all those articles that it was saying uh, COVID could live on your beard. So, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> was it for safety? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it was for safety. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, it was like that mask didn't, didn't fit snug enough. No, I looked ridiculous. It looked crazy <laughs> when I was wearing a mask with that beard. Yeah. Like, um, and, yeah, the comment, I mean, the comment section of the group chat was entertaining for a day or two. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it was fun. Everybody yeah. got their jokes up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And the DMs, the DMs from it were the so. DMs. The, the dudes that hit me in the DMs, I won't put them on blast, but there was there was some fucking uh, inappropriate DMs from, from, from my homies that I will not divulge, but they were good. Like, and and the thing is, I'm in a group chat. Uh, 
like I've been in a group chat with like Mercules, Evil, Snack, all like the West Coast guys. And then it got even bigger over the COVID and Pat Stay joined and Sharon and, and just like, you know, Kripal and all these guys that I've, you know, f- friends with and, and fans of. And and that that comment, that mm. that video <laughs> chat was uh, That's popping. battle rappers. Yeah, it's yeah, battle rappers. Yeah, like that, <laughs> that battle rhymes on Decky. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Pat Stay is, uh, there's a reason he's a, he's a really good battle rapper. <laughs> Let me tell you that much. Like Pat stay roasted. <laughs> so did Merck. Merck Merck is equally as 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 quick witted. Yeah. Uh, Merck is definitely one of the the most quick witted people I know, uh, especially because he can make a rhyme. So uh, <laughs> it, it it really hurts. It really hurts. Rest in peace, the Sean Oh God. <laughs> it was so cool being privy to that before it came out yeah. and like hearing the story from Merck and hearing the dirty details and yeah. Cole, which is Merck. Uh huh. I met him when he was 15. I've known him for 10, 15 years. Yeah, I've known him for almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, not 20. Was my math wrong? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> you no, sounded no, no, like no, you were no, working no, it out. No, 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 Over knew, a decade. I knew him way before Winnipeg's most. So I've known him for at least 15 years. Yeah. Um, and it's just hearing the story of, of Cole telling like the, the full Sean Kingston thing and then seeing the screenshots and, <laughs> and, 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 and hearing the, the voice recordings and, and the, the, the voicemails and the whole story. Ooh, the T the T as they call it. Sean Kingston is a certified goof. Like <laughs> I've, he I've heard some things. Yeah. He's a goof and put it this way. Somebody called Sean Kingston's mom and explained this guy's from LA and explained mm-hmm. to Sean Kingston's mom that when he saw him, which he will, he is going to run the fade with him. And his mom verbatim said, just don't hurt him too bad. <laughs> Damn. So whatever. I don't know if I'm going to, should be spilling that tea? Merck, I'm sorry, but it was just so funny. Uh, Merck, Merck aired it all out in the, in the song anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah. There were, there has been some positives of, of Corona Re- <laughs> yeah. re- reconnecting with, you know, angry rappers on the internet. Yeah. Do you got anything else for fat? I think that's it. The, the beard thing was the biggest, my biggest <laughs> question. That was my biggest concern. So uh, I guess the next one for me is what's next? What's next for Feta? What do we see coming up? Uh, how are you feeling about music? Where? Uh, uh, you know what? I've, I I didn't write much. I've probably, you know, I got people, oh, I feel so bad. There's people that I owe features to now for like three, four months. Uh, they're coming. I'll do it. Um, I Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm not done. Um, I'm not retiring. I don't think I'll ever retire from music. I think I'm just really anxious to get back to, to real life. I'm anxious to get back to hip hop karaoke. I'm anxious to get back into a business that we're starting. I'm, I'm just anxious to get mm-hmm. back to fucking life. Yeah. Um, so that's been really hard to write and I haven't been living and like I've said you it numerous live, fucking times. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys that can just sit there. I used to be. I could just sit there and write bars and rhymes and whatever. And now I feel like I need to live and I haven't been living. Yeah. Been yeah. in my fucking house. Yeah. Right. And what am I going to, you know, you, you only talk about being fucking cooped up and depressed so many fucking times before that it's song's like, out already. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That song's <laughs> yeah. been remixed. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is the remix. <laughs> you know? So we're going to go, we're going to send Feta to Europe. Let him live yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let him come back hella cultured. I do. I have actually one more question. I do have one question. Because it seems like this uh, next project is going to be like something special. You know what I'm saying? Do you have any, 
expectations for the project or goals with the project or um, or you know special things you want to do to roll it out like it seems like something special it's it i'll tell you this much we have grand plans yeah covid has fuck that shit, up. shit all over ha- has has coughed has all over it coughed all over my yeah. plans yeah um yeah, man, we, we got we got some shit in the works. I mean, we're really really pushing to do some vinyl. I really yeah. want to mm. get vinyl, man. Like I've never I've never put anything out on, on vinyl, and I just I would love to have that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. And expectations, no. I guess my actually, I just hope it does better than one point five because I feel like one point, and I'm happy one point mm-hmm. five got a really good reception. Like not so much it's on the numbers because we didn't man. do anything with it. I'm I don't I'm not one of those dudes. It's funny, me and Tony, will, you know, we'll go back and forth about numbers and playlisting and, and shit like that. And, and yeah, like I wish I was getting more plays. Obviously, who doesn't want to be heard more? But as far as expectations, I just want people to actually take it in. Mm. I think it's going to be one of those records that I don't think there's like a skippable record on it. Um, mm. Not trying to like say it's an Illmatic, but like for me, every record has a place. Um, every record has a purpose. Um, so I just hope that people can can accept it for what it is. And And honestly, like, I just want to be completely honest with people moving forward in my mm-hmm. life, not just in music. Like, you know, I have a bad habit of hanging on to negative energy and, and things that are toxic and, 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 and not knowing when to let go. And this record is something that wasn't toxic. It was really like, you know, cathartic, cathartic and letting Good that word. go was equally as hard as yeah. letting the toxic things go. So my expectations would be nothing like just honestly listen to the record. Mm. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. Uh, you're, no, you're going to like it. You're going to like it. It's, it's, it's fucking dope. <laughs> just listen to it the whole way through. Just, yeah, yeah, that's, you know that's what, what I'm asking. My expectation yeah. would be like go one, one to ten. Listen to the whole thing through. In a sitting, go for a drive. Yeah. Whatever go the for fuck a bike that you ride. do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Burn one. Whatever it is, it's going to make you sit down for a whole whatever. It's, it's like a half hour. Yeah. It's not that long. You see a bump in Steven Tyler 1? Because as soon as I was done, yeah, 1.5, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like I went life, back. Life yeah. We Live, Life We Live got a good bump. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, what the fuck was the other one? Uh, TAT got a bump. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the harder records kind of got a bump, I yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. Like like the ones that were like a little bit like, well, Life We Live isn't a hard record. but No, that's fun. You know, like um, TAT and, 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 and uh, what the fuck was the other hard. one? Hard. Uh, we had the, the short video. What too? up? Ooh, that, uh, oh that, yeah, Legoland. That, uh, Legoland. 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 Um, yeah, I just want people to listen to it. That's it. I want I want you to honestly listen to it, and then hopefully you don't think I'm a big piece of shit after. <laughs> <laughs> you know? it, it feels weird putting on music like that. Yo, like, Michael oh, Jordan man. said something similar. He's like, after this doc, I just hope that you don't think I'm a bad person. Yeah. I think yeah. honesty. I think you can't really be bad at someone for being honest, regardless no. if it's uh, regardless. You know, it's art. If if someone's being honest with you, there's there's not really much more you can ask. Mm. It's 2020, baby. Live your truth. Yeah, for real. Mm. <laughs> for real. Live your fucking truth. That's that. That's like a big thing too. That I think a lot of people with this COVID shit had to do. Like you couldn't be the person you are at the bar. Yeah. You couldn't put that. Real. You couldn't put that Mr. Dress Up shit on. Yeah. You had to sit at home by your fucking self and look at yourself in the mirror and take inventory of your life. Take inventory of the things you've done. Take mm-hmm. inventory about the people that you surround the yourself. Things you with. value. And, 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 and I, you know, that's, you know, back to your question about making music. It's just like, I think that that's going to be something that I'm going to carry with me for a while is, 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 is just being honest. Like, cause I'm, you know, honest, honest to yourself is like, is like the biggest, the biggest thing. Right. And I don't want anybody to like, you know, I, I put out some stuff yesterday on my, on the gram 
that only lived for about six hours because I deleted it, but oh, I was Lord. just talking about my dad and, and shit mm-hmm. like that. And it's weird because I don't, I don't put it out to get, and I feel bad because a lot of people reached out, like 50, 60 people hit me in the DMs being like, thank you and, and telling me their own stories yeah. and, and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and I'm, I'm so, I didn't get back to a lot of them and I just kind of you know hit the fucking double tap, thank you, whatever. Yeah. Um, I didn't do it to like, I didn't do it one, to get attention and I didn't do it to, to hear hear their stories i'm sorry to say that i did it because it was something that i wanted to share because it was something for me that was like father's day approaching um losing a parent is 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 fucking super tough and and something that like it's been almost three years now and something that i still haven't like come to terms with um so i think i'm really excited about steven tyler 2 coming out because i really do you know i i talk about the day that my dad died i talk about Ricky, I talk about um, things that I don't even really talk to myself about. Um, right, so weird. that would be like, you know, like, yeah, I'm just trying to like really represent my true self. Yeah. Um, and that's that was always kind of the thing with Steven Tyler is that we use our real names. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have to load it up on my thing. It says Charlie Feta. But if I could, it yeah. would just say Tyler, Tyler Rogers, Rogers and it would be like that. This record, especially is like not Charlie Feta. Yeah. This is like Tyler Joshua William Rogers. This is your 444? This might be my 444. <laughs> I'm not old enough for 444 yet. Yeah, I don't have yeah, money so. for 444 yet. <laughs> but, yeah, um, there's, no, uh, there's no rich art talk on this. But yeah, there's yeah. no rich art talk. But there is, there is like, like when Jay-Z bringing up like the infidelity and, and how yeah. he feels about his family and about how, how he felt. Like, but I think, you know, Jay, especially like Lost One for me is always one of like my favorite mm. Jay-Z songs because he talked about breaking up with Beyonce because she was too young and living her life and touring and, and like, if you love something, let it go. And he touched on like the death mm. of his nephew and yeah. mm-hmm. all like the Dame Dash stuff. And he just did it in such a classy, honest way. And then, you know, f- to me, that was like a prequel to 444. Yeah. And I think that Steven Tyler 2 is probably going to be I'm such a fan of bars, but now when I write music, I want there to be a lot of substance behind the bar. There's yeah. narrative, yeah, now as well. Like there's always there's always bars with Feta, but I'd say this project there's more narrative with the bar. Yeah, you're gonna like know me. Like you're gonna really like. It was it would like I said like I I I think people when they hear Broken Nose Blues, that is gonna be that is the most honest piece of anything mm-hmm. that I've ever shared with anybody yeah you know i've had deep conversations with tony i've had deep conversations with egg steve dill you my girl like all these people but that was like me looking in the mirror with a busted face coming off of like a nine-day bender yeah i was doing fucking drugs i was just like i was contemplating suicide i was just like and i got you know i'm a father like it was just all these things but i just felt super selfish and it was like the most selfless thing i could do was just tell you what's going on yeah and and admit it and be like i don't deserve yep. and, and, and there's a line in there where i was like i don't deserve kudos for this i can't remember the exact bar uh but i was just like i don't deserve it like keep mm-hmm. it i don't want it that's not what i'm doing that for and that's kind of what i did with the instagram like yeah. i'm not doing it to like get followers or tug at your heartstrings mm-hmm. to make you feel bad for me i just want you i think i don't have a huge following but i got almost 10k i feel like a lot of the people when they when they hit me back on that they were like man like i'm in tears like this 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 makes me want to call my dad or makes me yeah. want to call my brother that I haven't spoke to for six years because it's some bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, 
And it's just like honest. Like I just want to, this record's going to be honest. And I think that's going to be the, the direction that most of my music goes with now. Nice. Um, I'm just older. Like I don't want shit that's superficial. I, I have such a low tolerance for bullshit these days. Mm. And, 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 and that's, that's what it is. Like I just don't want to tolerate bullshit. I don't want to tolerate anybody's bullshit. Including my own. Including <laughs> your including own. My yeah. own. And on yeah. that note, <laughs> we out. Thank you for uh, joining us. Look, uh, keep keep looking out for Steven Tyler too. Like we said, uh, vinyls coming soon. Yeah, that, that's been a big thing for all. Like me, Steve, Feta. Like, if anything comes of this, that will come of this. Yeah. So that special be edition. Special you know, edition I mean, vinyl. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a one-two thing that might happen. Okay. Okay. We had b- grander plans, much yeah. much more grandiose, which I won't divulge because who knows? They're not right. bad ideas. They're not bad ideas. <laughs> and they're, not, they're not dead in the water yet. Good. You know, um, so that there's that. But go big or go tuned. home. I think, I like I think art's show. a big part of this. The artwork really goes with yep. a lot of the pieces. So stay tuned for that stuff. And yep. The art, yeah. the art. Shout out to, to 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 Dylan for nailing the cover. He the killed cover that. Is crazy, he killed that. So. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. listen to 1.5 a few times. Go back. Yeah, listen, listen to, to 1. Yeah, get listen prepped. Listen to 1.5 You'll see again. the daytime, the nighttime. It'll all start to, to yeah, that, piece you know, together. Yeah, before we go, but yeah, listen to listen to 1, then 1.5, then 2. Mm. I think if, 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 if I was going to tell anybody, like, listen to 2, I yeah. would be like, listen to 1. 1.5 and, and then, then two, two and you'll really see like a like a continuous kind of growth progression uh, and progression with, yeah. with the lyrics with steve with with everything with the aesthetic of it all and, and, and everything so there yeah. we go all right yeah peace peace peace